0: Perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. In my. In my life In my Primetime premium podcasting coming In at you right life. now. This is the Gringo Mandingo. A.K.A. the Segway King. In A.K.A. America's most disruptive... A.K.A. your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. We're in prime time, so I'm going to jump right to it because I'm talking directly to the best of the best. I am Rappaport Stereo podcast fans. First, we made it back from Las Vegas. What a shithole. What a fucking piss box Las Vegas is and will always be. Um, We did the damn thing. Um... The only regret that uh, we didn't get to do while in Vegas is take the Lamar Odom day tour. Um, Somebody is offering a Lamar Odom day tour. Um, I have no idea what that entails, but it sounds like a good fucking time, if you ask me. Um, Empire, the TV show Empire, which I've actually never watched an entire uh, episode of, but everybody's aware of it's a huge hit. Taraji P. Henson, Terrence Howard. So on and so forth. Um, This kid from the show, Jesse Somlay, I think that's his uh, pronunciation of his last name, Um, in the last 24 hours, it came out that allegedly, and I'm saying allegedly because there's so many different skeptics and theories about where this case is and these accusations, but allegedly... He was beaten up by two guys in ski masks, two white guys in ski masks, who um, got at him on the street in Chicago at 2 a.m. in the morning while he was leaving a Subway uh, sandwich place, you know, Subway restaurant, not a Subway system, like not a train. He was leaving a Subway, uh, whatever the, is it even a restaurant? Can you even call Subway a restaurant? It's, It's not a restaurant. A Subway sandwich place. Subway where they make shitty ass generic fucking sandwiches that make you feel good when um, you need to feel good. Um, Everybody likes a Subway uh, when the chips are down, you got no other options. Um, But 2 a.m. in the morning, uh, allegedly two guys in ski masks, which I guess you can't say if they're white or black, um, but you would assume by everything that is being said, uh, chased him down, uh, tried to beat him up, we uh, were calling him racist and homophobic slurs. They also uh, apparently got a noose around his neck. Um, and then when they were running off from the scene of the crime, they were screaming, uh, this is MAGA town. This happened in Chicago. Um, there's all sorts of questions. Uh, all of Hollywood, all of show business. A lot of people have, have, have uh, you know, Reach out their support uh, for, for him, as they should. It sounds like a terrible, terrible attack, if it is true. And the reason why I'm saying if it is true is because there have been so many uh, skeptics um, that have come out in the last 24 hours, which this case isn't even 24 hours old. Maybe it's 24 hours old now. And they're saying all sorts of things. It's not adding up, that when he first called the police... Um, he didn't tell the police about the MAGA hat comments. Um, when he first, uh, when the police showed up 45 minutes after the call was made, he still had the noose around his neck that the attackers, um, uh, put on him. There is one image of this kid, Jesse. Um, and I don't know if it's an image that he posted or it's just an old image. Cause you never fucking know what's real news. What's fake news, especially with something like this, um, where he's got like a little, like a little cut on his cheek and his face looks a little swollen, but doesn't look like he was beaten to a pulp. Um, Not that he said he was beaten to a pulp, but I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Something seems wrong and I hope nothing is wrong. I hope there is no funny business with this because if there's some funny business with this, there is going to be a huge blowback. Uh, for him, obviously, um, and and just because the amount of people that have reached out and supported him—I mean, every actor in Hollywood uh, who's on social media with with and and and, and just everybody's reached out: Lenny Kravitz, Taraji, uh, Terrence Howard, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman, every fucking body, uh, black, white, Ron Howard uh, has reached out, showed their support, prayers, wishes. Uh, other thoughts on the matter? Uh, and and there's a lot of conspiracy theories saying this is not real. Um, I'm staying out of this one until uh, uh, I get a little bit more information. And the reason why I'm staying out of this one until I get a little bit more information is because as of uh, me pressing record on the golden microphones of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, it was reported, and this is such a, a indicative of what is real news, what is fake news, what is made-up news, and everything in between. The uh, chief communications uh, person of the Chicago police uh, put out a statement right before I started recording this episode and said, and you know I do not like to fact-check. That's rule number one of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We do not fact-check. But right before I recorded this uh, guy, you could follow him, Anthony Gugliami." G-U-G-L-I-E-L-M-I, put out a statement saying, case update, hours ago, Chicago police detectives located a surveillance camera that shows potential persons of interest wanted for questioning in reference to the assault and battery of Empire actor. A community alert with photos is being constructed and will be disseminated shortly. That's exactly what they said. Now, when you pay attention to the wording of how fake news, fuckboy news, and everything else comes into play, check out how the New York Post articulated this information that was delivered from the Chicago police. Listen to the difference. They said, Chicago police confirm surveillance video in homophobic racist assault." of Empire actor Jesse Somle. Listen, I hope this thing is real and I hope, I'm just gonna say that I hope this thing is real and I have the microphone standing by. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I am going to say about this. I hope this shit is real and um, I hope this uh, this kid um, who's got a great reputation in, in show business, he's very well-liked, Um, And his reputation is that he's a good Loving, caring Person I hope this shit is real And uh, if it is real uh, I hope the uh, uh, people that did it Are caught And fucking poor kid And what kind of fucking sick fucks would do that Speaking of sick fucks A lot of people have watched Abducted in Plain Sight The documentary that me and the young shooter Were talking about the other day on netflix um and people have had the same response that that i had and that my wife had and that the young shooter had and i will say again that abducted in plain sight um is the sickest sick fuck documentary ever i stand by that i heard that the ted bundy tapes on netflix are also way out there but we know his story um this just has talk about fucking twists and turns, and I highly recommend everybody watching it. It's on Netflix, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight. Uh, Super Bowl sucker shit is going on and on and on and on and on and on. Now listen, I don't give a fuck. I've said this before. And I don't like repeating myself, but I know there's new listeners, and it is that time of year. I don't give a fuck about Roger Goodell. I give a fuck about the players. I give a fuck about the teams. And I give a fuck about the games. I don't give a shit about Roger Goodell. He's a fuck-up. He's going to fuck-up. Any any commissioner... Well, not any commissioner, because uh, my man... um, What's my man? Q-Ball. The bald-headed dude for the NBA. Whatever the fuck his name is. I can't remember his name right now. Adam Silver. He seems to be doing a very good job. Uh, uh, and people like him as commissioner of the NBA. So I guess I guess... I guess, I guess somebody else could do a better job of running the NFL because this guy is not liked. He's always saying shit that's not true. Obviously, the Tom Brady, the Flategate, the CTEs, the suspensions, it's just on and on and on. The Ray Rice, the Greg Hardy, all of it. You guys know all of it. Um, But there's been two... Two big things at the Super Bowl, uh, uh, since the games were set up, which is obviously the Rams and the, and the Patriots coming up this Sunday. Um, and, and somebody from Bleacher Report, or I think it was one of these fucking places. It's all the same garbage. It, it is all the same garbage. Um, there was an article written about, uh, because uh, people, uh, the the state of New Orleans, a lawyer, there were suits, uh, the fans were saying that the New Orleans Saints game versus... The Los Angeles Rams should be replayed from the moment of the missed pass interference call that was heard around the the world. And and people were saying, why don't they replay it from that moment? I know my man Terrell Owens was on uh, Undisputed and all the sports shows saying they should replay the game from that uh, moment and, and this, that, and the other. And, and people were saying uh, after the decision from the NFL, uh, people are upset and they're like, this just goes to show that the NFL is a business. And they're, they're like, broken heart that they've discovered as grown men that the NFL is a business. Yes, you dumb fuck. They can't replay the game days after the game and the fucked up calls. It is a business. The people in the stands paid to be there. The players are getting paid to be there. The cheerleaders that are shaking their asses are getting paid to be there. You're just figuring it out that the NFL and professional, professional sports is a business? Professional, just like a professional hooker, a professional stripper, a professional lawyer. It's a fucking business. If you want to watch um, football that's not uh, a professional Go and watch local 6th graders play flag football and cheer them on for the love of the game. We all know that the fucking call was screwed up. Whether you're a Saints fan or Rams fan, everybody knows it. This is going to get fixed. But to blame Roger Goodell about this, listen, I don't give a fuck. It sucks. I wanted the Rams to win. They need to change the rules. But to sit there and like... Blame him entirely and be like, "This is this is just goes to show that pro football is just a business." What do you? What are you it, yeah, Santa Claus ain't real either, dumb fuck. Rudolph doesn't exist, dumb fuck. The Easter eggs, the Easter bunny, ain't real. Okay, you want to go watch Easter bunny football? Go watch high school football. That's Easter Bunny football. That's football in its purest form. Football is a business. The NFL is a business. And surprise, shocker, so is Major League Baseball, the NBA, and every other professional sport. You dumb fuck you. The call was blown. The world has moved on. It's not getting replayed. It sucks. But this ain't the first time calls were blown in a big game. Hopefully it will get fixed. Hopefully, it'll never happen again. And hopefully, it doesn't have to take 25 minutes for them to figure out a call that us watching... Just give the guys a, a remote control. Give the, give the referees a remote. Here's what they should do. Very simple. The referees should have, I don't know, whatever the number is, six referees in a booth. In the building. The guy says, yo, did we fuck that call up? They go, yes. Okay, then they overturn it. It's very quick. You, you, you get... Uh, the I think it's six referees on the field or eight referees on the field for an NFL game and then you get six or eight NFL referees in the booth all with TVs, all with cell phones, all with the cameras and it, it takes five seconds. Period. And if it takes longer than five seconds, it takes longer than five seconds. And the coaches, if you don't like it, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, we're flagging you. Very simple. We just watched the replay. Shut the fuck up. All right, you have no say in this anymore. Don't complain. We just watched the replay. You don't like it. Sit the fuck down. Go take a shower. Sean Payton, Jerry Jones, all these fucking McFay, all the coaches, Belichick, shut the fuck up. We're controlling this now. We got cell phones. We got camera footage. The call is good. It's not good. We fucked up. We're changing it right now. We're moving forward in the game. You guys were complaining about it. Now we have total control over it. We're watching everything again on phones and cameras. It'll never happen again. I think they should do it in all sports. But for players and fans to say Roger Goodell's a liar, of course he's a liar. He's running a huge business, he's a politician. They're liars, all of them. The ones you like, the ones you don't like, they're all liars. Adam Silver lies, your fucking rabbi lies, your priest lies, every. Who doesn't lie? You think fucking Roger Goodell doesn't lie? Look at his fucking fat, floppy face. Of course he fucking lies. And you're surprised every time he does it. Watch the fucking game, the call doesn't go your way. Hey, you cannot watch the Super Bowl, asshole. Speaking of not watching the Super Bowl, I'm not going to do it today because I'm going to do it Friday on the Friday I Am Rap Poor Stereo uh, podcast episode because I got to wait. I got to wait till the very last moment to announce the final Super Bowl sellout stock market. There is a sellout stock market. We've been following this. Obviously, um, they accused Travis Scott of being a sellout. Um, then they accused Big Boy of Outcast of being a sellout. Well, Meek Mill is performing on Saturday. I want to see if he's accused of being a sellout. He's uh, performing in Atlanta. Uh, There's plenty of other concerts uh, Friday, Saturday in uh, Atlanta. The Rock is doing a television commercial. During the Super Bowl, he has been paid to do a television commercial. I want to see... If the uh, uh, I don't even know who they are. I know that Nick Cannon is going around calling people sellouts and all that shit. I want to see if Nick Cannon has anything to say about The Rock, of uh, um, uh, Steve Carell. Um, also, the hotel owners are they sellouts? Um, are the cheerleaders that are going to be cheering for the team sellouts? Are the uh, convention centers? are the, the restaurants that are all going to be benefiting in Atlanta from the Super Bowl sellouts because they are not fully supporting Colin Kaepernick. I, I want to hear what people have to say because everybody's up Travis Scott's ass, but no one has anything to say about these other people. But the final Super Bowl sellout stock market prices will be announced on Friday's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Again, this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast in prime time. This is a safe haven for of shit talk. Uh, Did I say that the, 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 uh, attackers of the Empire actor kid, Jesse Somalay, they, he also said that he was doused with bleach. So they had a noose, masks, and bleach. Um, and apparently it's sub freezing weather in Chicago, and one of the conspiracy theories is how could you douse him with bleach because it's so cold in Chicago right now that if you throw water into the air at certain parts of the day, it'll freeze right there. I'm not saying that. Uh, another another um, uh, a conspiracy theory that people uh, have been saying, this is all online. You can look it up on Reddit. This is These are not my theories. Um, that it was a dick suck gone wrong. Um... Again, this these are not my words, uh, uh, but they're there, if you look up uh, dick suck gone wrong, uh, Tinder um, date gone wrong, or what's the other one? Um grinder grinder date gone wrong. Uh, but the one that uh, made me laugh was uh, somebody said uh, it was like let me get this dick suck, Duke, and then uh, uh, maybe there was an exchange of a dick suck, and then it wasn't reciprocated, um, and and that could have been the uh, the cause of the attack. If, if this isn't true, I'm saying I hope. Uh, that there is no false false stuff here and no funny business here. Um, these are not my words. Um, the crazy thing is that everybody's talking about this and uh, so many other things, and my heart goes out to the five Houston police officers. Five cops were shot by two fucking drug-dealing, drug-selling crackers. I mean, they look like they're straight out of 1984, and it's getting no coverage. Uh, they made to do a, a drug arrest warrant, five police uh, men in Houston, and I guess these people knew they were coming, and they unloaded on them. Um, obviously, they were all injured. The suspects were killed, um, but the fact that this is not getting big attention, it just, it just goes to show uh, where we are at in this, in this country. Um, anywhere, it's not getting big attention anywhere. Even uh, like on AP, and, and I mean, like anywhere, it, it's been documented, and it's been reported. But it's five Houston police officers shot in in the matter of in the matter of moments. Uh, so my my thoughts and condolences go out to them, and 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 uh, I hope these police officers are, are okay. I'm sorry if I'm a little all over the place, but that's the the beauty of premium primetime podcasting because we just it's just kind of like it's like we unload the clip unload the tank um last night I performed stand-up comedy back in Los Angeles in Pasadena I want to give a shout out to Fluffy Gabriel and Alfred Robellas. I hope I'm saying his name right my man Alfred uh comedians they've been on the Iron Rap Poor Stereo podcast they had me come out to a a dope-ass crowd um, in Pasadena at the ice house and got to rock with them and they didn't have to invite me but they invited me and it was dope I gotta be honest it was bugged out because I was making some sort of Jewish joke that 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 kind of goes over when I do it and I'm looking out into the crowd it's probably like 200 people it was packed though like I think it was yeah maybe I don't know how many people were in the ice house but that shit was filled up And and while I was making the Jewish joke it kind of went nowhere and then I'm looking into the crowd and I'm like oh shit literally the entire crowd was latino mexican and i was like fuck yeah this shit is dope uh but i was like yo it was it was cool to perform in front of in front of that crowd because they were obviously there to see those two dudes who are literally like comedic rock stars like motherfuckers get hyped to see fluffy and alfred they have a big following and the the crowd gave me crazy love and and they were just they were about all of it. They were about all of the shit talking that that I was doing, and that uh and that those guys were doing. They they tore that shit up. It was, it was easy work. Um, so this Anthony Davis trade, Anthony Davis, Unibrow, he has requested a trade. Um, and I don't want to get too basketball centric here, but I guess at the end of the season he'll be a free agent. And if he gets traded now, the New Orleans Pelicans, who play in Smoothie King Arena, will not be uh, left high and dry. Like, that was one of the things with LeBron James when he first left Cleveland. Instead of uh, asking for a trade early, uh, he waited till the summer to do the decision and basically left them with nothing. That's why a lot of the blowback, he made a big spectacle out of it. That's why some of the blowback with LeBron James happened when he first did the quote-unquote now infamous uh, decision. So I, I think it's it's good that Anthony Davis uh, is, is saying, and he, his agent said it, and they consequently got fined. He announced he wants to be traded. Uh, he wants to be traded effective immediately. And the, the big fish that are circling around Anthony Davis are, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James' agent is Anthony Davis' agent. Um, and the Los Angeles Lakers would have to unload the clip, uh, unload the tank to get Anthony Davis in a trade right now. Like they'd have to give up Kuzma and, you know, Lonzo Ball and Ingram and some draft picks and this one they'd have to, they're not getting him for nothing. They're also saying the other insider bullshit, which you could just make up. Literally anybody could go on Twitter and be like, yo, I heard from a guy who works in the Boston Celtics? Or I overheard a Boston Celtic insider when I was online at Starbucks saying this. You can just make up anything. I mean, everybody, and everybody's trying to give out the groundbreaking uh, information, and it's all a bunch of bullshit. But the other big fish circling around the Celtics, I'm um, circling around Anthony Davis, is the Celtics because they are saying, wait until the end of the season, because at the end of the season. They'll have – it's like calorie, uh, salary cap space and players and all that stuff. So they're basically saying, wait, and and we'll do the trade in the offseason. So my prediction is that if they do not get this trade done now uh, with the Lakers, Anthony Davis will get traded to the Celtics. Again, this isn't big information that I figured out that I'm breaking to people. Um, but I heard um, last night uh, during the games the players' only game that's on TNT was Chris Webber – Baron Davis, Shaq, Isaiah Thomas. Um, I can't remember who else was on there, but it, it's the game. It's commentated and broadcast by all players. And this whole thing about cementing legacies and he wants to go to a team where he can win a championship and cementing his legacy. The, the, the cementing his legacy really, uh, uh, I, I gravitated to that term once again because I think it's the biggest bunch of bullshit. Um, the fact that we watch Charles Barkley get ridiculed uh, every night on TNT by Shaq, by Kenny Smith, who's not even anywhere near of a player that Charles Barkley was. He gets teeds about not having a ring. Is is one of the main reasons why these young players are so scared of not having a ring. They think that their legacy will be tarnished if they don't have a ring. And, and I started to think about Uh, My guy who I love, and it's nothing but respect, Gary Payton and his legacy as a player. Remember, Gary Payton was on the Miami Heat uh, with Dwayne Wade and won that ring. He was a shell of himself. He, he, He wasn't anywhere near the Gary Payton, the glove with the supersonics. And I was thinking, Gary Payton, his legacy isn't winning that ring with the Miami Heat. His legacy is being the best point guard year after year, year after year, All-star, all-defense, lockdown defender, shit-talker with those great Sonics teams. His legacy is not winning that fucking ring that we all know he piggybacked to get with the Miami Heat. Yes, he hit that big shot in the fourth quarter, but that's all he did. And Gary Payton is my guy. I love him. But that's not what I think about. uh, When I think about Gary Payton, I don't think about him winning a ring with Miami. To be honest, sometimes I forget because that's not, that's not what his legacy is. That's not my memory of Gary Payton. My, my memory of Gary Payton is fucking bodying up Michael Jordan. My, my memory of Gary Payton is losing to the Chicago Bulls. Who cares? That Sonic team lost to the Chicago Bulls. Some team's going to win. Some team's going to lose. That doesn't fuck up the legacy that Gary Payton is one of the greatest players and a top Eight point guard in NBA history my legacy, the the legacy of of Allen Iverson in the finals is taking his Philadelphia 76ers team to the finals, his MVP season playing his guts out the entire season, playing his guts out the entire playoffs, playing his guts out and inevitably losing to Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal in five games, but his finals legacy is busting Ty Lou's ass and stepping over him I don't think of Allen Iverson as a loser. Him winning a a championship later on in his career, we'd still be thinking about young AI, young Bubba Chuck, because that's, that's what's cemented in our minds. That's what's cemented in our memories. That's what people show. So, yes, they lost to a way better team, but Allen Iverson's legacy is busting everybody's ass his MVP season Winning that first game in the finals and inevitably losing. Yo, you win some, you lose some. This whole thing that your legacy needs to be cemented with a championship, it is blasphemous. It is blasphemous to think that Anthony Davis, who's leading the league in three main NBA uh, statistical categories right now, or is top three, I'm sorry, is top three in three statistical categories right now, that, that all is for shit. If he doesn't win a championship, I really think it's a a cancerous stigma to put on players that you ain't shit and your legacy isn't cemented if you do not win win a ring in the NBA. Um, Because Karl Malone, they lost to the Bulls over and over and over. His legacy to me ain't that. It's dunking on people, fucking grabbing rebounds, throwing elbows. John Stockton, Patrick Ewing, so many great players that didn't win a ring. Fuck it, who cares? Who cares? You win some, you lose some. I don't think about that when I think of Reggie Miller. I think about him lighting everybody up, including my fucking Knicks. They didn't win a championship. Yeah, that's not what I think about when I think about uh, Reggie Miller. I think about that motherfucker was nasty. He was a bad motherfucker. There's so many cliches that, that these players have been inundated with. This young player who I love, Trey Young, He's talking about, oh, in seven or eight years, I'll be way better than Luka Doncic, the Luka Doncic, whatever the fucking kid's name is on on the Mavericks. And I I don't know about uh, either one of those players enough to say who I think will have a better career. I hope they both have great careers. And then uh, Trey Young went on to say, it's in my blood. I just think of myself as the best to do it. I think of myself, I don't think anybody's better than me. Blah, 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 blah. These are all cliches. These are all fucking cliches. that Everybody says the same fucking thing. Every athlete, every young athlete, yo, I just believe I'm the best to ever do it. I just believe no one's better than me. Got it, got it, but you're not, Duke. Why are you saying it before it's actually true, Duke? Like LeBron James, whether we like it or not, he has a right to say some shit like that now. But the guys I just mentioned, you never heard AI saying that. You never heard Carmelo saying that. You never heard Gary Payton saying that. There was no flair in Gary Payton's actual basketball game. He was nasty. Every single young player, oh yo, I'm gonna, I, I want, I want to be the best to ever do it. You're not though, Duke. And I'm not saying that to Trey Young. I'm saying I hear it so much. It's like a fucking cliche. What's not a cliche is this the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. What's not a, a cliche is that this is a shit talking extravaganza. What's not a cliche is that this is a safe haven. Of shit talk. And what's not a cliche is this is a prime time premium I am rapaport Stereo Podcast. Now I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm cutting a little bit short because I could feel <clears> throat> my throat uh, uh, giving out. And um, I've been just that, that, that fucking Vegas piss hole. Um Although uh, uh, we made it in and out of there. I will say I'm disappointed once again that I, I we didn't get to do the Lamar Odom day tour. Uh, down there, but it just it knocked the wind out of me. So this is 30 minutes of fantastic, fabulous fucking. Anyway, you know, whoa, 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 what do you mean fucking? Literally, uh uh 30 fantastic, fabulous minutes of fucking. Figuratively, yes, yes We're not uh we're not fucking, literally. Figuratively, we are fucking. That's my motto. I'm here to fuck. Okay? Every I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast me. I'm here to fuck, uh, not literally, figuratively. I'm here to fuck, and I'm here to fuck shit up. My name is Michael Rappaport. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. You motherfuckers that are listening to this in primetime are the best of the best fucking fans. And I appreciate it. We appreciate it. We're going to be rocking on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, with... Either a regular primetime podcast or what may be an emergency primetime podcast. So be ready after the game. We're dropping something, and of course Friday we'll be back with a hard body karate. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan end this puppy with something real nice, something real proper. But most importantly, as always, something real funky.